It's Emily here, and today I want to invite you to make sure to check out Robinhood Integrative Health. If you are a resident of the Winston-Salem, North Carolina area, and you're looking for a doctor who treats you differently, looks deeper into the issues that you're having, and seeks to hear you as a person and really help to get you better, then I can't recommend Robinhood Integrative Health, where Dr. Wiggy practices enough. Make sure that you go to their website and see how you can benefit from their services today. And did you know that they even take some insurances, which basically never happens in integrative medicine. So make sure to check them out and enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Healthy Discourse. It's Emily here and Dr. Wiggy, and we are going to dive into a topic today that we've actually gotten a lot of questions about lately and have seen a lot happening, I guess, especially with um, so many people have had COVID now, um, whether that was a year ago, and a lot of people have had it recently. And sometimes people have lingering symptoms that don't go away within a couple of weeks, and they can look lots of different ways, which we'll talk about that. And we call that post-COVID syndrome, right? And Wiggy is going to talk a little bit today about what that looks like, some natural ways to support your body, and some ways that they treat it cl- clinically as well. So let's dive right in. So what are some of the things... Um, how does post-COVID often present itself? You know, when when do we start noticing that those symptoms are no longer normal and what do they look like? Yeah, good question. So the presentation for post-COVID is, it varies by individuals. And it's after a certain period of time when someone has had COVID where their, link, where their symptoms just persist. Uh, and then again, that, that's different from person to person. But I would say for most people, if they have, you know, COVID symptoms for two weeks, uh, two or three weeks, and then and then beyond that, they're still really struggling, then I would say that that kind of is more lumped into the category of, of post-COVID because there's really not a lot of uh, residual problems from the actual virus by about, by about two weeks. And so, yeah, we are seeing a lot of people that are not feeling well, you know, after, after getting COVID. And, uh, and there's multiple reasons uh, for that. Uh, and, and I think that's, that's where it's important to not necessarily just label this as, you know, long haul syndrome or mm-hmm. post COVID syndrome. And, uh, and that's unfortunately what happens with traditional medicine. We just like to label things, right. certain things. Oh, this is just post COVID. You got to just learn to, right. just learn, to, with learn to deal, deal with it when there are multiple things that you can do to help them feel better. Right. Okay. So what would, what are some of the most common lingering symptoms mm, right. that, Right. So the, the most common symptoms are by far fatigue. Fatigue is definitely the most common. Uh, fatigue, and then I would say joint pains, uh, headaches, digestive problems. So it can be different from person to person, but fatigue by far is the biggest complaint. Sure. And I know we're not seeing this as much with Omicron, but also mm-hmm. that long-term loss of taste and smell, right? Yeah, so that that's a good point. That's another symptom we can see after COVID is where certain neurologic symptoms just don't just don't come back, mm-hmm. uh, or they come back to a certain extent, but not fully. Right. And taste and smell, yes, we see a lot of that. Um, and there, a lot of times we see where it starts to come back, uh, but it's kind of distorted. Yeah. They have like a weird smell or a weird taste with certain things, and 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 yes, that is another specific uh, complication we sure. see from post COVID. 
And so the way you treat it does depend somewhat on their underlying medical history, their specific symptoms that they're dealing with, and then it also takes a little bit of detective work to figure out what is actually causing the the lingering symptoms. Mm -hmm. Okay, so why don't you, let's talk about fatigue then, because that's the one you're seeing the most. Mm -hmm. How would you take someone who's had COVID maybe two months ago, they never fully recovered, um, what are some of the steps that you might go through to figure out what's going on and support them through that? Yeah, so for for fatigue, it's complicated mm-hmm. because it's not as simple as just saying, okay, this person now has post-COVID fatigue and here's your medication to take right. to, to get sure. you better. Well, fatigue is always a big question mark, Oh, for right? sure. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, and so we could generally look at this from a functional medicine perspective, just like we look at anybody that comes in with this unexplained fatigue that, that lingers. But it does, it's a little bit unique with uh, post-COVID in particular because we see certain deficiencies kind of pop up, uh, pop up after, after COVID. And, uh, and because it is a big hit on the system. So what we do is that we, we do a fairly comprehensive uh, lab work evaluation to try to determine what specific deficiencies are developing in this, in this individual. Uh, it is a very, it's very hard on the adrenal glands, uh, the infection is. Mm. So we are seeing a lot of adrenal fatigue or adrenal hypofunction where their uh, cortisol levels are not where they should be. And when adrenal fatigue pops in, that affects so many other parts of the endocrine system. So we're also seeing uh, thyroid dysfunction. We're seeing low testosterone in men mm-hmm. actually pop up. Uh, we're seeing hormone dysfunction in women. And so there's actually a pretty broad array of problems that we see after COVID. And it's just, it tends to exacerbate whatever sort of underlying issues they had to begin with. Right. So if, for example, someone was already kind of borderline, you know, stressed out and we were all to some degree this, we're all kind of stressed and, you know, overwhelmed. So the adrenals were already tired mm-hmm. and then they get sick and that just wipes out the basically whatever kind of residual functioning they had left. And so we're seeing a lot of uh, we're seeing a lot of adrenal fatigue uh, after COVID, and so that's one of the more important things to look for, yeah. and also one of the more important things to to fix uh, in order to get people feeling better. Okay, um, how about joint pain? Well, I, I'm not sure if we're done necessarily with the discussion on oh, fatigue. Oh, sorry, um, I, I wasn't I, sure. I thought you might follow up a question to talk about how we treat that. Oh, sorry. No, how do you treat it? Well, you just said that it's hard to figure out how to treat it until you know, because those are lots of underlying condition or underlying causes or underlying, um, you know, adrenal fatigue causes all of these hormonal imbalances and that kind of thing, which of course, all of those things that need to be addressed, I would imagine. So, so they do, but, but yeah, the first step for, uh, really most people with this post COVID fatigue syndrome is that we do have to, we do have to start healing and nourishing the adrenals that's that's a big first step and it it does need to be done otherwise it takes forever for people to start feeling better and there are multiple ways that you you can do that and this is where there's somewhat provider preference Mm -hmm. and somewhat patient preference as well Uh, but some of the most important micronutrients that are depleted with adrenal uh, dysfunction are magnesium uh, vitamin C and B vitamins. Those okay. are all kind of depleted with uh, prolonged stress or a just a very large stress for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And so we use something called a Myers cocktail. Right. Myers cocktail is an infusion of those vitamins and minerals, the the C, the B vitamins, and the magnesium. And we do that once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of people, that is a, that 
That's what does it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. They come in, they get a couple of those, and they feel better in a couple of weeks. It, it really helps. And so that's like a nice nourishing support for the adrenal glands. There's also some uh, adaptogens that are also very helpful. Things like uh, ashwagandha, rhodiola, holy basil, ginseng. There are lots of different herbs. Uh, I like ashwagandha. That's probably my favorite one right. that I use. And also, um, our Health is Ought to Be brand that is part of Robin Hood Integrative Health and their product line. It's called Health is Ought to Be. They make an adrenal support mm-hmm. that, that blends all that together. That's yeah. a great product. I personally use it. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, shameless plug. But it's it's Adrenal Synergy is the product. Oh right, yeah. And it's ashwagandha, uh, holy basil, and rhodiola. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice blend between kind of energy supportive, but still calming. So it's a, it's a nice it's a I, nice product. I, I know I've been privy lately to some individuals that have had thyroid issues afterward. Now, from what I'm understanding, that can go both ways. So some people. And tell me if this is correct. You're seeing both hypo and hyperthyroidism coming. Perhaps we don't know necessarily that's a direct cause, but mm-hmm. post COVID. So almost all are hypo. Okay. There are a few exceptions to that. There are a few that are that are overactive, which is kind of strange. It's like there's a overactive immune system response or something that, that tends to affect the thyroid. But yeah, vast majority of cases are hypo, okay. which is which is low thyroid. Um, but going back to the adrenals real quick, uh, again, the, the adaptogens are very helpful. The vitamins and minerals, especially the infusions, are very helpful. But there also is sometimes a, a time and a place, and especially earlier on post-COVID, like kind of two weeks plus, two to four week kind of window, where steroids can actually be helpful. Yeah. And that's where I think the FLCCC protocol includes steroids as part of their protocol for mm-hmm. post-COVID because it does give the adrenal glands a break. Yeah. That's what the steroids are helpful for. They're also really anti-inflammatory. So we've also used those at mm-hmm. times, and that, that also tends to get people turning the corner faster. Um, but you have to be careful with those, like the dose and how long you sure. do them, because you can have the opposite effect if you do it if you do too much for too long. And, and would you say for that, that's for people that have had generally very recent infection, mm-hmm. that is, you know, they're maybe it's taking them a long time to feel better, but they're not. We're not talking about they had it like three months ago. Yeah. So we generally use steroids earlier on right. in the course. You know, we, we use it for treatment too mm-hmm. because you know COVID is a, a huge inflammatory response. Right. So we do use that during treatment. And then like I said, yeah, we we generally consider it like right after. Right. They're they're kind of pulling out of it. Okay. Like you know that that two to four week window is kind of where we consider it. But like I said, but we will definitely add it on during treatment because mm-hmm. it's then that's very important to, to use steroids early on in treatment because it does help calm down the cytokine storm the, infl- the inflammatory cytokines it really seems to to be helpful right okay great okay now let's talk about joint pain okay all right so what would you say is happening in the body that's causing joint pain post-covid yeah so we don't know exactly uh what's causing that now part of that can just be going back to kind of the endocrine system mm-hmm. where when things are so off, like when adrenals are really low, you, they're naturally anti-inflammatory. So when they're suppressed, you're going to have more aches and pains. Same mm-hmm. thing with thyroid. When thyroid gets low, you tend to have more aches and pains and joint pain. So it can be part of that. I also tend to think there is some some degree of either immune system dysfunction or just kind of ongoing inflammation, whether or not that's kind of lingering uh, spike protein that that's circulating, or if it's lingering uh, inflammatory cytokines, 
uh, you know, we're, we're not exactly sure the mechanism. Uh, the treatment approach is is fairly similar. We, we will consider doing steroids in that case, mm -hmm. just to kind of see if we can calm things down and see if that, see if they notice a nice improvement. And usually if it works, it works. They'll see an improvement really fast. And if it doesn't work, then it's more of a long, longer term uh, treatment approach. And for the longer term, where we're talking about, you know, where it lingers for months, then we'll use a medication that we use quite a bit in integrative medicine called low-dose naltrexone. Mm -hmm. Low-dose naltrexone is a, is a great medication. Uh, it is a medication. It's compounded. Uh, and it's a immune modulator. It's an anti-inflammatory. It helps to, uh, to balance the immune system. And it, and it really helps with pain. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so it is very effective not only for helping people to feel better and their, their pain uh, symptoms to improve, but actually over time, it, it, it does help kind of reset the immune system. Also tends to be anti-inflammatory uh, over time as well. And so it actually does kind of reset things too. And so we're using a lot of LDN, not only for uh, the joint pain, but we're also using it for the other uh, symptom you mentioned, which was the loss of taste and smell. Right. Yeah. I've heard of that too. And I know a lot of our friends that are in this fight with us, I suppose, are really loving using LDN mm -hmm. and um, some of our compounding pharmacists, I know, are very busy with that too. So um, let's see. What other... What other symptoms are you seeing that you're having to treat or, you know, some mysteries maybe even or things that people that don't make sense? Well, I think an important thing probably for everyone that's listening to <clears throat> to hear, uh, not that there's necessarily uh, any more specific symptoms, but I, I think it's important to know that pretty much any symptom that you're having after getting COVID is normal. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, well, not, I would say it's not normal. I mean, that means that there's a problem, common. But, it's, common. but it happens, yeah. right? It's happened. So you can have lots of weird, weird things. Uh, and pretty much anything that you can think of, I've probably seen as far as kind of post COVID, some sort of source of, uh, symptom. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that we haven't mentioned, but yeah, fatigue, those neurologic symptoms, uh, especially taste and smell, headaches, uh, brain fog, actually. Brain fog is, is really common. Yeah. I see a lot of that where there's like my brain is just not, not functioning well. So yeah, there's, there's lots of different symptoms. And that's why I think where we're set up with integrated medicine, we're actually set up fairly well to not only deal with the infection, but we're also set up really well to deal with the the repercussions right. uh, of the infection because it is complicated. Yeah, It's not like, here, just take naltrexone and you're going to be fine. Right. It is helpful, yeah. for sure. But you have to be addressing everything else. You have to be addressing the deficiencies. I said the vitamin and mineral deficiencies are pretty pretty bad, yeah. actually. So we see, like I said, really low uh, B vitamins. We see really low magnesium. Uh, I see really low vitamin D. So mm -hmm. it definitely seems to be used up. Uh, during the infection, even people that are taking big doses, sometimes they get really low, mm. really low levels. Um, iron also tends to be low, which is kind of weird. I've seen a lot of low iron levels yeah. uh, post COVID. So there's just, there's a lot of just demand on the body yeah, when you're so fighting it. I guess one thing that i am come away with, with that is, you know, even those of us that are supplementing well in advance, I think we probably should assume, even if you're not having really terrible lingering symptoms, that your body has kind of been completely depleted mm -hmm. of all those stores that you've mm -hmm. been building up and so yeah. it, it's probably a good time to check in and see where you are and um and, and what you need to do to replenish all that to yes. help support your immune system both as you're recovering and to help fight off all the other 
winter viruses that I talked about with Dr. Nicole last week. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. No, I think that's, that's a good point. And it's, it's just a different way of approaching health to, in a lot of ways, and traditionally, you're just kind of told to give it time. Right. You know, give it more time. Yeah, in a year from now, we'll see if you regain your taste and smell back and hopefully your energy will be back by then as well. I mean, that's kind of the time yeah. frame people are being given for, for post-COVID and long hauler syndrome. Uh, versus saying, yes, you're having these symptoms. Let's figure out what, what we can do to, to get you better. Mm -hmm. And these, these blood tests, there's nothing particularly special about these blood tests. Right. You know, you can check your, all these vitamin levels. You can check your adrenal levels. You can check your thyroid and your hormone levels. And I would say that if you are still, if you're not feeling 100%, something is, something is off. Mm -hmm. And something does need to be, does need to be tested. You know, and I think... Uh, one area that sometimes is is overlooked and guys are kind of terrible with this <laughs> but you know when guys are feeling bad they just kind of tend to just keep pushing through it and say that well right you know I'll get better at some point but we're seeing actually testosterone levels really are low after COVID too mm -hmm. is that you know permanent we're, we're not sure but we are seeing that they're really that they do tend to drop mm -hmm. uh, after the infection and so it is also worth I think for guys if it's been, you know, three, six months after an infection and you're still wiped out, yeah, you know, come in, let's, let's, let's check some levels. Cort again, cortisol, thyroid, hormones, those are kind of the core things that, that need to be checked yeah. along with the vitamins. But yeah, once we get those things fixed, most people feel better sooner than later. Sure. It doesn't have to be a year later before you start feeling better. Well, and I see people all the time posting things that say, well, since I had COVID 18 months ago, I've never... You know, this has never gone away. Mm -hmm. And so everyone's just kind of sit around suffering when they don't necessarily have to. And there right. are things that can be done. It's not a wait and see, just like it's not at the beginning of an infection, right. of the infection. We don't have to sit and wait and see and just hope that time heals everything. We know that time doesn't heal everything. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's just a great takeaway, too. Like, it, you don't have to just suffer and wait it out there's always something that can be explored to see how you can best support your body while it continues to recover absolutely i think that that's that's really important message to get across is that you don't have to suffer yeah you know there there are lots of things that can be done will it be easy to find a doctor that's willing to do all the blood work and get you started on treatment maybe because it is a very integrative approach. Sure. You know, post-COVID yeah. syndrome is a needs an integrative approach because it it is an integrative problem. Yeah. And so you need to be looking at all these things. And the other thing that is important when interpreting the lab results, even if you are able to find somebody that does the, the labs, is that there you have to understand there's a difference between being normal and being optimal. Mm-hmm. For like cortisol, you know, your 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 morning cortisol could be five, which is normal. But it's not optimal. Right. You know, you should be up around 15. Right. Uh, just like with thyroid, a free T3 can be 2.4, which is normal, but it's not optimal. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the difference is that you can't just rely on being in the box. If you're having symptoms and you're tired, right. you got to optimize these levels, not just say, okay, well, you're normal. Then, you know, I'll see you in a year and we'll check you again and see, right. see where they Meanwhile, are. Meanwhile, you feel terrible, right? Yeah. yeah. No, and, and that's, that's a great point. And that's kind of the 
the root of integrative medicine is if you don't feel okay, you're not okay. Yeah. Right? Like We trust our patients. Yeah. That they're telling us the truth. Right. So, um, great. Any final thoughts as we wrap it up? Well, and I do want to mention this, you know, it does seem like, and we talked about this in a previous episode when we talked about um, vaccine injuries and preparation for mm-hmm. getting vaccines if you're going to do that. And a lot of these same things happen post-vaccine and a lot of sure. these treatments are similar. Yeah. So you can kind of apply this to that same box if I'm correct. Yeah, very similar. Um, it can be, you know, similar symptoms. It's a slightly, we think it's a slightly different pathophysiology mm-hmm. that's causing the symptoms uh, post-vaccine. So we, we do treat it slightly different, mm-hmm. but overall it's it's still pretty pretty much the same. We want to be looking at all those different all those different things. Um, and so yeah, so there are things that can be done for both things. If it's post COVID or post vaccine, there are things that can that can get you feel better. Right. Okay. Well I hope this episode was helpful and if you're having lingering symptoms that you're better equipped with some ideas of what you can do, what you can ask for, what you can look for. If you're local to our area, you can always come see the Robin Hood Integrative Health Team. They're all well-trained in this, and there's lots of providers there to help you. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.